0: Welcome to the Voice of V podcast where I talk about things that matter to me, might matter to you, and in the end, just might foster an understanding of perspectives, realities, and what makes us who we are. We live and love in a great, big, diverse society of people, and until we start to talk, listen, and think, we're not going to make progress. Sometimes heavy, sometimes not, but always from a place of good, with an intent to do no harm that being said i make mistakes so feel free to reach out and let's talk about it i am v so let's get to it today is the first wednesday episode of the podcast and is the beginning of the twice a week upload that i talked about in a previous episode i missed this past sunday in order to gear up for this new approach to making Wednesdays be focused on uplifting topics and to have Sunday's episodes be the heavier, serious topics. I hope you will tune in for both, but if you choose to pick a day, I completely understand. I'm just happy you stopped by for a listen. There may be occasions when I miss an upload due to life demands, but I will do my best to keep up with the schedule. Now that we have that announcement out of the way, it's time for Upbeat Wednesday. Today's topics, it's really kind of one big topic. Um, I took a road trip this past week, and I also want to talk about, are you taking time for you, for yourself? So before I talk about my road trip, I want to mention the importance of taking time out for yourself taking even the smallest trips or timeouts. And I realize time and money are an issue, but there are ways around this. There are local parks where you can simply drop by, take some deep breaths, maybe do a little meditating, take a couple photos from your viewpoint of where you're sitting, and even write in a journal but the most important thing is that you you take these little getaways or these breaks outside of your normally stressed or distracting environment i realize most people are going through some things most people are busy and most people do not make the time for themselves. The realities of life are that we feel as though we simply do not have time to carve out a minute for ourselves. And we all seem to have a a valid reason as to why we can't accomplish taking this couple of moments for ourselves. The funny thing is, we always seem to find the time to make all the deadlines, to run all the errands, and to do all the things. So the truth is, we're not placing a priority on ourselves. If you're listening to my voice, you've even made time for me. And I'm very grateful. I do not want to lose you. I want you to keep listening. But I also want you to realize that if you really try, you can carve out a little time for yourself. If you found some time for me. You see what I did there? Listen. How about this? Take a couple of minutes the next time you're out running errands. Grab a pen and a notepad and before you jump out of the car, just spend a couple of minutes writing a micro journal entry. And what do I mean by a micro journal? It's exactly as it sounds. Small entries that might just be a single sentence about your feelings or your thoughts, and you do this periodically throughout your day before doing the things. If keeping a paper journal and pen, you know, really isn't your thing, there are, there are quite a few really good micro journaling apps available um, to have on your phone, which we all have our phones with us all the time, and here's the routine that I started about three weeks ago. I added an app to my phone called Journalistic. And full disclosure, I am not compensated for this. It's just the one that I chose, and I like it. If you're interested in it, check it out. I I don't get any kickback for this whatsoever. Um, But here is my routine. I took all of the usual go-to apps off of my home screen. Uh, My Twitter, my news, all the things that I, I pick up and addictively check throughout the day. I took them off the home screen, and I put the Journalistic app front and center. So every time I pick up my phone to check one of those many apps that I obsessively check over, I first open Journalistic, the micro journal app, and I make an entry. This puts the focus on me before others. I write one or a few sentences And then at the end of that, I I put in a mood entry of how I'm feeling at that moment. I'm happy, sad, meh, angry, indifferent, numb, whatever. If you're not one of those people that's always on their phone, bravo to you. Bravo. My point is that most people have a mobile phone, so there's no excuse for not being able to do a micro journal. My goal for doing this is twofold. One thing is to take small moments out of my day to focus on myself, and the other is to be able to look back on my notes and the mood entries in particular and gain some insight into my mental health. Now, I've heard about people adding, you know, what the weather was for the day in combination with their mood so that they can look back and say, oh, look, you know, I really do feel kind of cruddy on cloudy days, and the sun really does bring out the good mood in me. Or, you know, you get what I'm saying. I don't do the weather. I just do a couple of sentences, and then I write my mood. Um, It's quick. It literally takes just a couple of minutes. Um, Obviously, you can take longer if you want, but for me, it's just the action of stopping with the obsessive app, taking care of me first, and something I've already noticed is I'm already not getting into the other apps as much because it's just that it's almost like this, this repetitive, addictive thing of picking up your phone and looking at it. And so I do my little entry and then I'll set my phone back down because believe it or not, sometimes I forgot why I even picked up my phone in the first place, but I've made it such a habit that I'm into the journalistic app and then I may forget about checking Twitter. And there's nothing wrong with that because too much Twitter is, let's face it, it's too much Twitter. Um... And speaking of the mental health aspect, I made the decision to remove Facebook, Instagram, and Messenger from my phone completely because I am in the process of deleting all three of those accounts completely on August 1. Um, So during the month of July, my only access to them has been on my computer. And I can tell you my mindset has already improved and there are fewer distractions on my phone. So, micro journaling. I encourage you, check it out. It's a good way to take a little time out for yourself. And you might learn a little something along the way as well. Now, about the road trip. So, since moving here to Billings, Montana, I haven't ventured west of here more than an hour and a half or two hours during a day trip. And what I've been wanting to do is to drive beyond the day trip range and check out some of the bigger locations and then the smaller places in between um, as as a as a scouting trip for future trips to specific places for going and spending a few days here or there or wherever and for me because i'm I'm such a big planner, I really wanted the advantage of at least Laying eyes on some areas before planning other trips to stay in a specific place, it, it gives me a better idea of what to expect, uh, what gear to take. Um, do I want to spend four days or do I only need a whole day? I, I, for me, I get a better idea just from this little scouting. And at the same time, I, I got a nice few days of a road trip and camping, and it was a lot of fun. Um, this type of trip also allowed me to do some fine-tuning with my car camping setup, and um, Having lived in a van for a year that was fully self-contained and traveling the country, you always had everything you need right there with you everywhere you went. Um, Packing the car for everything that you're going to need without overdoing it is a little bit more challenging. Um, you got to get the bedding right. You got to get all the supplies you're going to need. For me, that means first aid. You know the what ifs, everything. You know knee brace, all that kind of crazy stuff. Um, the kitchen setup and organization is is key to making a trip more enjoyable. Um, every day on the trip, on the that I was gone, I I, I was constantly repositioning things and reorganizing because. I, It just wasn't working. Things weren't smooth. When I would go to cook, something was over there and I needed to be over here. And those are the kind of things that I wanted to work out on this trip so that the next time I would know the best place to put things, um, all the things that I needed. So during this trip, I even had to pick up a couple of items that I really needed to have um, to cook with, especially in the kitchen. Um, And then I made a a list of some other things, just some mental notes of some things that might be helpful to grab on the next trip. Um, My itinerary for the trip was buildings to Great Falls, and then from Great Falls, I would go to Helena. Then from Helena, I would head over to Missoula, and then turning back, heading for home from Missoula, going to Butte, and then to Bozeman, and then the rest of the way back home. Um, this loop allowed me to hit the bigger places and check out all the little smaller ones in between. Um, there are obviously bigger highlights in this area, like Glacier and Yellowstone, but it, I don't need to scout for that. Those places speak for themselves, and that would be that'd be a major trip anyway. Um, what I'm looking for are good trips that I can sort of spend three to four days to get away from being a 24-7 caregiver and get back to taking photographs and doing some writing and allowing myself to have those few days for R&R periodically, maybe once a month or every month and a half or two months or or however I can work it out. Um, Some thoughts on the trip. Um, The drive from Billings to Great Falls was pretty uneventful except for construction, which in Montana in the summer, that's a given because when there's no snow on the ground and it's not icy and below zero, road work gets done during the summer and it gets done en masse. Um, and I hit a little storm on the way, but no big deal. But when I rolled into Great Falls, I, I hit a grocery store to pick up items to cook for dinner. And then my targeted location was a place called the Giant Springs State Park. And it's a state park that encompasses... About 14 miles of shoreline along the Missouri River. Um, there's a spring. There's there's a dam. There's some falls. Uh, lots of trails. Um, there's there's places to bike, hike. Um, but given the temperatures um, on the day that I got there, I think it was close to 97 degrees, and it's not a particularly shady area for the most part. And having driven all day and um, the plan was to sort of hang out at this state park until the temperatures dropped enough to then go find my car camping site and, and get some rest for the night, and and kind of tootle around town and sort of get a feel for the area. And the state park, it's great. Um, personally, um, I would recommend it. Being uh, they say that March to October is the best time to go for obvious reasons, um, but I do not think the middle of the hottest part of the summer is such a great idea. I think that uh, probably spring would probably be the best. You get more water flow in the spring with the snow melt off. Um, But it was a beautiful place. Uh, The facilities were nice. Plenty of parking. um, Numerous areas to stop and pull over and look um, at the river, as well as their picnic areas. They have a hatchery there for trout and just a number of things to to learn about, uh, the ecosystem. Um, but it was a nice place to hang out. I made myself a nice dinner on the grill with, with the new kitchen that I have installed in the car. And it worked out pretty good other than not having a way to handle a hot pan. That was the one critical thing I forgot to buy. Um, but I made do. And, uh, I stayed there until probably pretty late. And then, and went and found, um, a place to sleep for the night, which is nothing glamorous, a typical Walmart parking lot. Well lit, very secure, very active, uh, lots of other overnight folks there as well. And uh, the next day, it was a drive from Great Falls to the capital of Montana, which is Helena. Um, but before I got to Helena, that drive between Great Falls and Helena was, was spectacular. Once you get to Cascade, which I think was about 30 to 40 miles down the road south headed towards Helena, the canyons started and lots of, lots of rivers. Um, I could see people fishing, um, lodges, camping, little small towns. I, I met a local woman along the way outside of a little town called Craig, and we chatted for quite a while. We exchanged numbers and she sent me some photos of some of the wildlife that I could expect in the area uh, when I returned for a longer stopover, which I definitely plan to do because the area between Cascade through Craig and down through Wolf Creek, which is kind of in the middle between Great Falls and Hallow, was, was absolutely spectacular. The curves in and around the canyons was just absolutely beautiful. Um... In terms of a nice getaway to, to camp and, and get some beautiful nature pictures and, and the lighting on the canyons at the right time of day, I can imagine, are probably spectacular for photography. At any rate, I'm definitely planning a trip back to that area, but I'm probably going to wait until it gets a little bit closer to fall. Um, it would be really nice to, to get a cabin and just sort of stay in one spot for maybe three days and then kind of wander around with the car, getting some photos. Maybe learn how to fly fish. Um, anyway, that that was that was probably one of the my favorite areas that I drove through. It was really very very beautiful. Um, after that, it was on to Helena. And when I pulled into town, it was that was midday, I think. And the first thing I did was, and I and wanted to see this was was to go see the state capitol. Um, I've seen it on the news. For local news reporting when they do uh, reports on legislative activities here in Montana. And it just seeing the backdrop behind the reporters on scene it just really had me curious and I really wanted to check it out. And parking was easy. I literally parked in front of the Capitol. I walked in, took the elevator to the top floor, and then kind of wandered my way all the way down through all the floors. Um, they do have tours, Um, but I wasn't going to stay long enough to be able to do that. And they already had a pretty big crowd of people for a tour and I didn't want to jump in in the middle. So I just went to the top and, and kind of wandered my way through, um, walk right into the governor's office. Uh, I saw where the, the, the house and the Senate both meet, the architecture and the paintings, just spectacular. Um, the building was designed by two Iowa architects, um, their name escapes me and I don't have them here right now, Um, but the building is on the National Register of Historic Places and is a must-see, in my opinion, if you're interested in architecture and history and just seeing some of those spectacular type of buildings um, in places like, you know, state capitals and things like that. It's just just a beautiful building. Um, The wood, the color, um, again, the paintings, um, very well-maintained, beautiful, beautiful building. Um, I had plans to go to the Mitchell building across the street where the historic preservation offices are. Um, but they're, they're doing a a large expansion that's going to cover another two blocks and just getting in and out of there and it being so hot. And I really needed to go ahead and and start to head down the road. Um, I'm going to save that for another trip. Um, but if you're interested in history, the Historical Society, um, out of Helena, Montana, I encourage you to, to look up the project that they're doing. It's going to be very spectacular with, with an open plaza way. It's going to be much more um, friendly to, to visitors. Um, they'll be able to see uh, preservation projects that are going on, as, you know, as well as the museum pieces. Nice place to have, have a snack, have some lunch and look around but i'm not sure when it's going to be done i'm gonna say between one and two years out they're just getting started um and like i said it is a pretty significant project but if you're interested i would encourage you to look that up um after helena i was pretty excited because i've always wanted to go to missoula missoula is like the college town here in montana and i i've really wanted to see it wanted to visit um, it always seemed like a really cool place, and it is. Uh, but when I got there, it was—it's uh, very bike-friendly. But with bikes come people who don't follow the rules, and and I'm from a Division One college town, so I'm very familiar with good bikers and bad bikers. And I'm talking about—not mo- talking about motorcycles. I'm talking about bicycles. Um, those that follow the rules, it's great. Those that fly against traffic and dart across in front of you, not so much. And it was a little unnerving because not having been there before and watching for bikes and figuring out where I need to turn and that kind of thing. And for whatever reason, it was crowded. It was very crowded. Um, And school's, you know, pretty much out for the summer. I mean, some people go to a summer school, but um, it's probably just summertime visitors from locals. But it was very busy, Um, but I traversed my way all around town a couple of times. Beautiful city, cool stuff to see. Um, really interesting stores. Um, the downtown looks like a really cool place to to spend an evening um, walking around. It does have a very upscale feel. Um, I may be wrong about that. It's the only time I've been there. Um, but And it could have been where I was, too. But um, the neighborhoods, some beautiful neighborhoods, Um, And by the time I had to make a decision as to whether I was going to stay in Missoula or make the run for Butte and decide to stay there for the night. Um, So I decided to take off because it it was really hot. And like I said, it was crowded. So rather than sort of sit around and stall around in the heat, I decided to go ahead and, and make the drive to Butte. And I took some back roads along with some interstate. Um, beautiful drive. Um, but, and I got to Butte, I think it was, I want to say it was around four, between four and five. I drove around town and due to the heat, I decided that I really needed a decent shower and a good night's sleep. So I found a hotel room, grabbed some dinner. Um, I just kind of took it easy for the night, just relaxed and got some of the heat of the day off and Took it easy, and in the morning, I got up and I did the same thing around Butte. I drove around. I I went to the um, to the mining museum, which was closed unfortunately, but it looks like a really cool place to go. There's a lot of great places to see there. There's a memorial to the 2,500 men who died in a mining accident. The terrain is is very cool. Um, it reminded me a lot of some places in the eastern part of the country where the towns are built with the terrain and so you've got roads that literally you know uphill downhill uphill downhill but there's one climb and I'm not sure how far it goes up but it feels like you almost go up a thousand feet and you do it pretty quickly and it's not the going up it's the coming down and keeping yourself at 25 miles an hour coming down this big hill is is a bit of a challenge um it was a rainy cool morning So it was a nice morning to be out and about. Um, The downtown, the buildings in the downtown area, super, super cool. Um, The pictures from some of the vantage points around Butte, very cool for some photography. Definitely be going back. Probably a good, probably two days um, to spend there for myself. um, In order to do some walking around downtown and get some photography as well as some of the some of the mining derricks, I think they're called, uh, I forget what they're called, uh, callus, I forget, I can't remember what they're called, um, but they're, they're really interesting structures. I think there's 44, 45 of them around town, none of them are being used, um, but they have one in the center of town where they have, uh, folk festivals as well, and the folk festival is coming up in August, um, I wish it wasn't in such a hot month. It might be kind of cool to check out. But at anyway, if you find yourself in Butte in August, you might check that out. And the next part of the trip the next that day um, was meeting up with a friend of mine that I met um, while traveling in the van. Uh, we hadn't seen each other since then. And we met up in a small town east of Butte called Whitehall and spent a few hours chatting and catching up. Um, while she traveled on to uh, Wyoming and points beyond trying to find some cooler temperatures. Because right now it has been super, super hot, well, everywhere. Um, and she has a little dog. And just being in this heat, can it can zap you, as everyone knows. Um, but we had a really nice meetup. It was nice to catch up. Um, made me really miss the van life even more. Um, it was a great experience to be able to travel for a year that way. Um, it would be fun to do it again, but the van has been sold, the van is gone, and I don't see me building out another one. But anyway, so after the meetup, I headed to Bozeman, which was another place that I had been wanting to go, and prior to going on the day trip that I had been on before, I'd almost gotten to Bozeman, but I'd only gotten as far as Livingston. Um, Bozeman, super, super beautiful, beautiful area. Um, surrounded by mountains and trees, just, just gorgeous. Um, it's, it's um, got some, the buildings are, are, are made in this kind of mining, industrial, techno, brown and black motif that, I don't know, it just, t- I really like it. I I like the way the buildings are designed. Um, they, they just fit really well with the terrain, but I drove, all around Bozeman, uh, some beautiful farmland, um, lots of development because it has become one of the go-to places for a lot of people, much to the chagrin of of locals um, but i I can definitely see the draw it it's beautiful um, it's definitely upscale um, but just a really cool place to visit um, I spent I spent the night in Bozeman. And then in the next morning uh, was going to be my drive home. And I took back roads for the most part um, along the Yellowstone River. Um, it was a warm day driving into the sunrise. Um, but I I had a really nice drive, found some little fishing spots that hope to take advantage of in the future. Um, easy to get to, basically just drive up, little river access, very easy. don't even need a boat. Um, the river is still... Is still kind of cloudy in some places, um, I guess as a result of the flooding we had last month, as a result of the heat and the rapid snowmelt. Um, but it is calmer, I think, than what it had been, obviously, because it was pretty ferocious as some areas got some very devastating flood damage. Um, hopefully, you know, all of it will settle down and everything will get back on track. Um, the folks here are pretty tough. Um, so I don't see anything as not being able to be overcome in that aspect. Um, but once I, I took the ride home, got home, got unloaded, got unpacked, get settled back in. I'm one of those weirdo people that immediately when I get home from a trip, I have to unpack everything, get everything put away. I can't drag that out. Dirty clothes into the dirty clothes hamper, whatever's still clean, everything's got to be put away. Otherwise, I can't relax. Only then could I, like, settle into a nice shower in my own bathroom because, while it's great to be out on the road, there's nothing like your own shower. Um, The trip was a really nice getaway, um, despite being a little, about a week too late in terms of temperatures. I should have probably gone the week before, but that's the way it works out. I'm not going to complain because two months of summer... Um, I'll take it over six months of summer any day. Um, Now I just need to figure out which place I'm going to go spend a few days first and start planning for that trip. As I mentioned at the beginning, my goal of this podcast is to have two episodes a week and the next one is scheduled for this coming Sunday. I may miss one occasionally due to the demands of life, but that's my goal. Um... I want to thank you for taking the time to tune in and listen. If you would like to support this podcast this podcast in any way, um, just being here, I appreciate that. Um, there's options available at the link in the show notes as well. But most of all, please take care of yourself. Take some time for yourself. And I will see you next week. Peace.